I find myself saying this often. If only I had more time in the day. If only I had a few more hours. Or if only I could function on less sleep. Oh, the things that could actually get done if I had more time. Today's episode is all about how to find more time in the day to actually get the things you want done. My hope in this episode is for your heart to feel encouraged and your mind empowered to actually be able to get the things accomplished during the day and for the things that you set out to do to actually get done. Are you ready to feel encouraged in today's episode? Well, let's jump on in. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you, that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 69 of the Best Day Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It is your host, Haley. I am so pumped up and excited for today's episode. I love talking things, productivity and helpful time management tips, especially since this topic is something that is so close to home for me trying to figure out how in the world is there enough time during the day to get the things that I need to get done. I feel like my entire career has always been trying to defy the concept of time and defy the window of 24 hours in the day. And there was a good bit of my teaching career where I was just known in the classroom, the reputation by my coworkers, And even students that, oh, Haley just doesn't sleep. Like, how many hours of sleep did you get last night? Four? Five? Oh, you got five? Wow, that's incredible. And honestly, that is something I am not proud of. That is something that really is just not a healthy habit. It is not sustainable. And what was funny was right before I had my son, a lot of people, you know, talk about how when you have a baby, oh, you're never going to sleep again or good luck. And a lot of my close coworkers even said things like, you know what? You'll be fine. Like you got this. You will actually probably get more sleep on maternity leave than your past eight years working and coaching and instructing fitness classes and all these things. And it was actually like really empowering to hear that because it was like, thank you. Yes. Like I can do this. And it's funny, you know, Simply telling somebody that they can handle something in an encouraging way, in an uplifting way, there's a lot of freedom and strength and life that comes to that. Okay, 
So this is not the direction that I intended on going. The reason I went down that long rabbit hole was to let you know that this is a topic I feel like I have credentials in, okay? This is a topic that I feel like I I get this. I understand this. We're good here, okay? Now, of course, there are weeks where I ignore some of these tips on finding more time in the day and I'm struggling and I'm scrambling and I'm still trying to find, you know, enough hours to get all the essays graded before a grading deadline. But my hope here is to encourage you. My hope here is to be honest and share with you tips on finding more time in the day. So we have seven tips here, seven tips on how to find time in the day, seven simple ways to get more time to get the things you need to get done. And I think it's important to be honest because oftentimes we can assume that other people have things in better control or other people can handle things more than certain people can. And I think anytime we find ourselves starting to shift in this comparison mentality, that's concerning when you start to look at other people and compare a situation to the next or a mentality to the next or a work ethic to the next. Like don't, don't let comparison dictate how you view things because that will deplete joy and that will create a lot of restriction in your own growth. But I do think it's important to be honest about what people's workloads are. And every single person carries different workloads. Every single person has different varieties and elements of help. And it's important to not compare, but it's important to at least acknowledge what is on your plate and what is on your schedule. And so I am sharing these tips with you on how to find more time in the day as a full-time teacher who works in the classroom with high schoolers. I share these tips with you as a mom, a wife, as someone who has two dogs and there's a lot of responsibility that comes with keeping our home somewhat clean and manageable. I also do have a podcast and a blog. And while I'm not nearly posting as much on social media these days just because of time, that's obviously something that has to you know, give a little bit. And my priority is the podcast and making sure that I'm publishing consistent episodes because this is a big part of my heart where I want to serve and where I want to show up right now. And it's important to acknowledge and be aware of what you have going on. And it's also super important to realize that you can't be everything to everyone at the same time. And We had a wonderful morning um, earlier today. I'm recording these episodes on Sunday. So we had a wonderful morning. We went to a coffee shop. We had breakfast and coffee, and then we walked to a park that was in walking distance, uh, my son and my husband and I, and it was a really great moment. And my husband was inside waiting to get our order. I was sitting outside with my son, and I overheard a couple of women nearby having a conversation. And I could tell they were teachers based on their conversation. It's very obvious to know who are teachers based on conversations you have outside of work. It's just like a teacher thing. And this woman said something and it resonated a whole lot with me. And she was talking to her friend about, you know, when I'm feel like I'm being a really, really good teacher, when I'm in moments where I feel like I am being a good teacher in those moments, I'm not being a good wife or I'm not being a good mom or I'm not being a good 
you know, housekeeper. And it was so powerful and it struck me because so many times we can desire for perfection or try to do everything perfect or fulfill all the boxes and check all the roles and do it so well. But the reality is we cannot be everything to everyone at the same time. And so it's important to navigate life and figure out balance. It's important to figure out, okay, you know, what are the things that I need to do to fill my cup? What are the things that I need to do to serve in the capacities of my life where I'm called to serve right now? And it's also important to give yourself grace and to show up as you can without any further expectation. What I have for you are seven tips on finding more time in the day in order for you to be able to show up how you want to be, in order for you to be able to pour into your dreams and the people you love and all the things you are trying to balance. These are seven tips to help allow you to find a little bit more time in your day to get the things you need to get done. Okay, seven tips. The very first one, you're not going to like this. I'm sorry, but the first one is wake up earlier. Wake up earlier. There is such a science, but also a significance when you wake up earlier, when you are the first one awake in your home, when you can get yourself ready or go ahead and knock out a workout or go ahead and prep your coffee or prep the breakfast and have extra minutes in your day to do the things you need to do. This is essential. Wake up earlier. This is the first way to guarantee you more time in the day. It's my favorite time to work. It's my favorite time to get a good 30-minute productive window of knocking out some super easy task. So another super easy way to utilize this for strength is get up on the very first alarm, right? There's one thing when you say, I'm going to wake up early and you set all of these alarms just to hit snooze and snooze and then be kind of half awake, but then scroll on your phone because you're trying to wake yourself up even more. And then next thing you know, oh, I just snoozed my way to the time I actually need to get up and now I'm running further behind. So the first way to guarantee more time in the day, wake up earlier, be realistic about the time you plan on waking up. That way, once your alarm goes off, you can fully get up and embrace the day. Okay. There could be way more to talk about, but today's episode is just on tips to find more time in the day and waking up earlier will get you that time. Now, if you are a mama and you are currently in the thick of a season where your little love baby is not sleeping through the night and having sleeping challenges. Let me speak to your heart for a second because this time last year, so spring 2022, pretty much February through April, almost every single night, whenever my son would wake up, we would go grab him and bring him to sleep with us. I was still dealing with big, heavy emotions about him being in daycare and me being back in the classroom. And I just wanted that time to snuggle with him and to hug on him. And, you know, we were nursing and he could continue to nurse and be comforted that way. And it was just a lot easier. It made our mornings very difficult. It made our mornings the most challenging as I was having to get myself up and him up at the same time in a quick rush to get to school and work. And so that, that was hard. Would I change those moments? No, because those were sweet snuggles and cuddles that we all needed at that season of life. 
But I just want you to know that I understand you and I hear you and that's valid. But it's also a temporary season and it's not going to last forever. And I know that doesn't help when things are hard. You're like, okay, but it feels like it is. But I just want to speak to that, that I understand that. And when we shifted the focus back to kind of creating healthier boundaries within our sleeping routines in this household, there was so much freedom in store for me and so much more that my heart needed to feel more like my best self when I was able to wake up earlier and be that first person awake. Okay, number two, go to bed earlier. I know, trust me, I get it. You think I need more time in the day, so I'm just going to stay up later. I'm going to find those extra two hours at night, 10 to midnight, and then go to bed and wake up and wake up early and do it all again. But if you really truly want to find more time, Going to bed earlier is one of the most guaranteed ways to ensure that you have more time to do the things you need to get done the next day because you are more refreshed. You actually have quality sleep and you can wake up the next day easier and more focused. It's the sleep before midnight that is the most significant, well-nourished sleep our bodies need. And if you can fall asleep before midnight, it's going to be so much easier to get up and not like 11.59, like 9.30, Most of my working adulthood, I would stay up late trying to get everything needed done. And then I would wake up feeling like half of a version of myself because I did not prioritize the sleep and the reset that my body needed. And what I found over the last year is by waking up earlier, by waking up at 4.30, I can get so much more done in one hour from 4.45 to 5.45, or that's excluding actually getting ready and doing like my morning routine. That's simply just waking up early to go get some work done on the computer or create essays. That is way more productive of an hour than say working the night before from 10 p.m. to midnight. Now, are there days where I stay up late to get things done? Yes, there are, okay? However, I'm constantly realizing in my own life that I am not as efficient, I am not as productive, and the moments when I wake up early and have that work session in the morning, I get way more accomplished, and it's so incredibly encouraging. So step number one, wake up earlier. Step number two, go to bed earlier so it's easier to wake up earlier the next day. This will guarantee you so much more time in your day, at least 30 minutes or even an hour, depending on how early you want to wake up. Number three, regulate phone usage. Think through realistically how many times you sit and scroll on your phone, right? How many times do you scroll on your phone in the morning before you get out of bed or while you're sitting on the toilet or when you're laying in bed at night? Think through all that extra time. It's probably at least 30 minutes. Hmm, It might be more. It might be an alarming amount, but that's time that you could use towards something else. That's time you could use towards doing something that actually fills you up and brings you joy and peace and good things. So in order to find more time in your day, be intentional with how you regulate phone usage. Limit when and how you use your phone during the day. Set personal boundaries on your phone usage. That is such an important thing to do. Actually set a personal boundary to how and when you use your phone And then own it and be so proud of yourself for doing it and watch as minutes 
become hours within each day that you have to get more things done. And when I say get more things done, of course, get more things that you need to get done, but also that's more time for you to connect with the people you love. That's more time for you to find the little tiny joys and do the things you need to do to feel like the best version of yourself. Okay, another super way, super important way to find more time in the day, step number four, tip number four, is to have a plan. Know what needs to happen each day. Have a structure to your day. Organize your day in some sort of fashion. When you don't have a plan, then there's a lot of extra minutes within your day that are unaccounted for. There's a lot of extra minutes where you're having to think through, okay, what should I do next? Hmm, I could go do laundry. I could go prep dinner. I could go move these toys from this room to the next room. I could go work on this project. And instead, that's 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes, where you could actually have folded a load of laundry or put dinner in the crock pot. And you haven't done any of that because you aren't sure what to do. This is one that I can be affected by the most is knowing that there's a lot of things that need to get done, but not really knowing what is my plan for doing those things. So have a plan. I am sitting on a week of winter break where I'm home with my son during the day for the next five days. And I'm so excited about it. And there's a lot of things on my to-do list. There's a lot of things that I know I want to get done having this time home. Well, I'm going to sit down later today. Again, this is Sunday as I'm recording this and map out what I want to do and when it's going to get done so I don't have to think about it during the day and I don't have to think about it during the week. Instead, I know laundry will be done here. Park dates will be here. This is when we will, you know, do a quick tidy up. Have a plan and stick to it. And when things happen and things change, of course, that's okay. But it's good to at least have a rough draft of knowing when things are going to get done. This will give you so much more time back in your day. Now, I truly love the method that Chelsea Jo Moore from the Systemize Your Life podcast recommends. She is all about time blocking and her five method time blocking strategy is something that really, truly has given me more time back in my day, just changing how I view time. She's awesome. If you have not yet given a listen to the Systemize Your Life podcast, you need to give that podcast a listen. It is incredible. It has changed my life. It's all things time management, time blocking, a lot of tips for work from home moms on how to manage everything and, you know, still have time to focus on you. But I'm not a work from home mom. I work outside of the home and I find it so incredibly helpful. So that's your fun little assignment is to go check out her podcast. It is incredible. I've also had the amazing opportunity to actually work with her um, and help her team out um, throughout the past year with, you know, blogging and Pinteresting and all that really fun stuff. So love her to pieces. So that is all about having an actual plan. And when you have a plan, this allows you to visualize your day so you know what needs to get done so you can actually be sure you're making the most of your time. All right, number five. So we just got three more tips here. Number five is to tidy things up as you go. As you go about your day, tidy up as you go. Before you leave a room, tidy up. When you're finished with a task, tidy up. By tidying things up as you go, you're guaranteeing yourself extra minutes in the long run because you're eliminating longer cleanup sessions later. 
So oftentimes I leave a room and I go, hmm, I probably should move this here and put this up, but nah, I don't want to think about that right now. I'll do it later. Well, then if that's your approach to every room you walk out of, later on now needs to be cleaned for about an hour. But instead, if you take those minutes and clean up as you go, you get time back. This is one of my favorite things to do with my son before we leave a room. Okay, what do we need to do? Let's tidy this up. Let's put this up. And it's a fun way for both of us to practice this act and art of cleaning up as you go. Again, it's not big projects here. I'm just talking about small little things that can help in the long run. So tidying things up as you go is guaranteeing a little bit more time, extra few minutes in your day. All right, number six. This one is very significant here. When you sit down to work, know exactly what it is that you're going to work on. Okay. When you sit down to work on a project or your business or your actual job, whatever it is, know what you are going to do. If you are a mom with young ones and you know you have a little bit of time to yourself because your little ones are napping, know what you're going to do during that time. If you're going to do something for you, please do something for you. If you're going to try to catch up on something around the house, if you're going to work on your business, whatever you're doing, know the exact task that you're going to do. I can waste so much time during a planning period in my classroom because it might take me several minutes to figure out what it is that I need to do. And instead, I'm like, hmm, I could grade this. Hmm, I could plan tomorrow's lesson. Hmm, I could go make copies. Hmm, I could file. Hmm, I could organize my classroom. Hmm, and instead, I'm looking on my computer, checking my emails, and doing silly things that don't actually need to get done because I don't have a plan. I don't know. I know what needs to get done. I have a long list. There's like 20 things on that list, but I haven't determined what I'm doing during that window. And that's actually a really good way when you plan your week on, say, a Sunday or a Monday morning, whenever you sit down to kind of plan your week ahead, which I hope you do. It's a really good strategy to start slowly implementing in your life. But it's also good to start thinking through, okay, this is what I'm going to do during my work block. This is what I'm going to do for my planning period, right? As a teacher, that is something I want to be better at. When I sit down on a Monday morning or even on a Sunday looking at my week ahead, knowing, okay, this is what I will do during Monday's planning period. This is what I'm going to do during Tuesday's planning period. That way I have specific tasks assigned to specific days and it's easier to get more things done and therefore save you time in the long run. Same thing with a work block at home when my son is napping and I sit down, like, I need to know what task I'm going to do. I need to know, okay, he's taking a nap right now, so I am going to record Monday and Wednesday's podcast episodes and then edit Monday and Wednesday's podcast episodes, and that is my goal for nap time. So use this. Use this great advice for when you sit down to do any particular work. Know exactly what it is that you're working on. That way you're not going to be lost. That way you're not going to jump from one window to the next and instead just get nothing done. And finally, the seventh tip, eliminate distractions. Get rid of the things you're distracted by. Get rid of the things that are sucking up your time. Is it emails? Is it notifications? Are there 17 browsers opened on your computer? Is it clutter on your desk or in the workspace wherever you're trying to get things done? Eliminate the distractions. When you work to eliminate the distractions, 
That way you can be sure that you show up during the various times of your day to get done what you need to get done. And you can easily focus and devote all of your attention to that task. When we are easily distracted, we're not nearly as focused. Therefore, it makes it really, really difficult to stay efficient and complete the actual task in the actual time it takes to get things done. When I sat down to record these podcast episodes, I turned my phone on focus mode. I switched it to a work focus mode. Now, the real reason I did that was I was getting a bunch of notifications and they were all vibrating. And if my phone vibrates while recording a podcast episode, it becomes much more amplified. And I don't like to have to try to edit all that out when I go to do my brief few minute edit of the recordings. But I was like, hmm, this is great. It's my phone is away. I'm not getting notified for anything unless it's my husband who is currently you know, out running and I'll be notified if it's something from him, but it's a good healthy boundary to allow yourself to focus. So empower yourself by eliminating distractions. That way you can actually get done what you want to get done. And you don't have to check your email 25,000 times a day. (laughs) That's to me. (laughs) I don't know why. I always think like I'm going to get some groundbreaking revolutionary email within like the three minutes that I checked previously. It's like this really bad habit that I need to break of just like opening your phone, checking all the apps. But all those things take time. And when we can eliminate distractions and when we can really focus on regulating how we use our phone and waking up earlier and going to bed earlier and have a plan for our day, know what we're going to do when we work actually to get work done and tidy things up as you go, what you will realize is you will get more time back. And when you have more time back, that is more time for you to spend with the people you love, to spend taking care of yourself, and to spend doing the things that bring you joy so that you can live every single day as the best version of yourself, having the best day. Friends, I hope there was something here that inspired you, something here in this episode that encouraged you, something that gave you a little bit of motivation to say, okay, you know what? I got this. I love listening to podcasts that encourage me and make me feel like I am going to go accomplish all these things now because I have the tools and the motivation to do it. And that is my hope for you. And when an obstacle or a roadblock comes in your way, just know that you have what it takes to overcome that obstacle, to overcome that roadblock, and that you are capable of finding more time in your day to get done the things you need to get done in order to be the person you truly desire to be. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. It is always such a joy and such an honor to do this with you. And I am so excited to do this again with you next week on more episodes. But until then, friends, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.